Fucking spilling my pop here. It's ridiculous. Hey, welcome to the podcast. My name is Kyle, and to my immediate left, as always, is Jess. And today we're going to watch the movie Alien. Sweet. In fact, I was thinking we might do all the in- installments of Alien each week. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Jess, what do you what do you know about Alien? I know that they're like black fuckers with like really long heads. Okay. And they, like, pop out of your chest. It's like Ethiopians that pop through your chest. I guess. Alright, that's fair. Have you seen any of the Alien movies? I've seen Alien vs. Predator. Well, I got some exciting news for you. Uh, This movie, along with Alien vs. Predator, the sequel, don't actually take place in the same universe. Okay. Totally different universe. It's kind of like how there's the MCU and, like, Fox... Like the Fox X Men movies, yeah, like not related. Okay. All right. Well, let's uh, let's throw it on. Uh, we'll do the transition music, so you know that uh, we're done watching it, and we will discuss your experience watching Alien. Just give us a moment. See you in a bit. First screening of Aliens. It was okay. Definitely wasn't my favorite movie. No. So I don't even have to ask. You're probably not going to want to watch it ever again. I'm okay if I never see it again. What scene was, like, your favorite scene? Probably when she blew up the ship at the end. Yeah, I guess that was kind of cool. Was, like, uh, any of the twists, like, unexpected to you, or...? The fact that that one dude was a robot. You didn't see that coming, eh? No. Well, I have a confession to make. What? I have never seen Alien before. Okay, why do you keep doing that, eh? Because there's things I want to watch, and I get I get excited to watch them. What did you think of it, then? I thought it was okay. Um, I didn't think it was that great, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Uh, th- it looked really low budget. Like, all of the ships kind of looked really cheap, like toys, models. The background looked didn't really look like CGI. It just kind of looked like it was paintings, like old Star Trek episodes. Yeah. And there was one point in the movie where if you told me, like, they lost all the funding, I would believe that. Where when she kicks the alien out of the spaceship, it didn't even look like... There was no stars or anything. It was just, like, a black, like, soundstage. Yeah, exactly. It was, um... It was not the best. The, the alien design was super cool. Yeah, I guess. See, I know a little bit more about the franchise than you do, but, um... Did you kind of notice how, like, the design of the aliens was, like, similar to the, the design of the ship. Like I the sh- did not see that at all. Not not the ship they were on. Uh, the ship that they went to to find the aliens. I remember when, they, when the guy's, like, on the, the rope and he's, like, he goes down to, like, that lake where all the eggs are. Then you notice that, like, the, the build, like, the interior building of the ship kind of had, like, the spiny alien look to it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because I was kind of thinking, like, are they, like, inside, like, a giant alien right now? Like a hollowed out carcass and they just don't know it? I noticed about the movie is that I guess in the future, like, aliens aren't really not known. Because when they stumble upon the ship and there's a giant mummified alien sitting there, they're not like, oh my god, it's an alien. They're like, oh, it's an alien. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, aliens exist. But they didn't say what type of alien was, so I guess they were kind of like, whatever. Yeah, they didn't really care about it. Here's an interesting fun fact for you. The original title of the film was going to be uh, Star Beast. When the screenwriter Dan O'Bannon was writing the draft of the screenplay, before it became Alien, the title was Star Beast. But he didn't like it, 
and he was suggested by another writer to come up with a different name for it. Okay, so he just came up with Alien, which seems a little less creative. Well, actually, how he came up with it was when he was writing the dialogue for the crew members, they were discussing the alien, and the word jumped out at him. So he switched the title with Alien. And personally, after seeing it, I didn't really realize that... Like, I heard of like the plot of that they, they find a ship, and the alien's on it, and then the alien gets on their ship, right? I never got the impression from anyone telling me about Alien that the alien like that it was an alien ship. I always thought got an impression it was a human ship. Oh, like where they found the alien initially? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of silly having a movie called Alien where it's not even the only, it's not it's, it's not the only alien in the film. Like yeah, obviously they're referring to like the al- maybe that's the mislead. Like when it first came out in 1979, maybe people who were watching it for the first time, because to us, like we know what a face hugger is, we know the alien's gonna come out of his chest. Like that's just things you know. Like if you've seen Spaceballs, if you've like talked to anyone who like you've, you've seen Alien vs Predator. Yeah, and I mean Family Guy does have a lot of pop culture references that I've never seen before, so that's kind of actually where I saw it first. So maybe for all we know, like them calling it alien was like a mislead so like the, the the audience who first like saw it would be like oh that the alien they're talking about is the giant mummified one maybe so why would you assume that the uh alien design is similar to the inside of the ship maybe it's the alien ship yeah that's the right answer the like the shorter answer is the obvious one is that when ripley scott the director uh was like coming up with designs for the aliens he hired like an artist that he like admired Mm -hmm. and the artists designed the aliens and also designed the ship so it'd almost be like if you had tim burton design like characters in a a ship like even if they weren't related they're gonna look very similar because it's the same art style yeah without giving away too much like obviously later on in the franchise you find out where the aliens come from and they actually do come from the giant alien so that's why like the giant alien's costume like is it looks like an exoskeleton of the alien like that's done intentionally Okay. So the movie Alien had a, a budget of $11 million, which makes a lot of sense when you see it. Is that a low budget? Uh, yeah, it's a low budget. It's a low budget? Yeah, even in, like, the 80s. Well, I, 1978. I don't, I don't know anything about, like, the movie industry. Well, real quick, as a reference point, let's pick uh, Marvel. Oh, no, let's do a movie you uh, understand. Harry Potter, uh, the first one. Okay. Okay. How much would you think that cost to make? Well, if eleven million's low budget, I don't know, like fifty million. One hundred twenty-five million. Holy fuck! And obviously, like, there's uh, inflation because Harry Potter was made in uh, two thousand and one, and this was made in nineteen seventy-nine. But if you round up and round down, that's nineteen eighty and two thousand, which is uh, twenty years, basically yeah. twenty-one years, give or take exactly 22 years yeah that's like and that's harry potter like the first movie it's not like that's even the most expensive harry potter film yeah or even the best done harry potter film yeah like it's it's a real shame like i'm kind of glad fingers crossed that the other alien movies exist because the alien design is actually super cool on paper but it wasn't executed very well in the film eh like if you notice like they didn't really show shots of the alien yeah, I, I, that kind of pissed me off, too, because the movie's called Alien, and you barely see the alien. Yeah, but when you do see it for too long, you understand why you barely see the alien. Yeah. He looks terrible. Remember that one point where they're in the vents, and he just, like, puts his hands up? Like, like, uh, like jazz hands? Yeah. And you can just tell it's a guy in a costume? Yeah, it wasn't well done. But, I mean, it's also 1979. Mm-hmm. 
obviously you're telling me it's a low budget film so well you actually point out something very interesting that very relevant what did you say when you saw the one doorway the circular doorway oh yeah it, it opens like a it kind of looks like a butthole yeah, that actually might be by design. Okay. Because what freaks out, like, what would freak out a man more than anything else? Like, more than being killed. Commitment. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, rape. Okay. So you know how, like, every, like, horror film, like, they're always trying to, like, take a concept and flip it on its ass? Like, Halloween is like, what if you died from someone in a Halloween costume on Halloween? Yeah. Like, they take, like, premises, like, the movie Carrie, a lot of people argue, is, like, about a woman, like, be going through puberty, and, like, a horror version of that. I've never seen Carrie. Well, I'm not going to talk about it, we're not doing the Carrie episode, but essentially it opens with her getting her period, and she's freaking out, because she's becoming a woman. Then she gets superpowers, she gets covered in blood, and she kills a bunch of people. So a lot of people think, like, that's, like, the embodiment of, like period as a horror film jaws is the embodiment of you know going into the water as a horror film alien is the embodiment of being raped as a horror film okay i i kind of see that like think about the design of the alien yeah what's he look like the head looks like a giant penis yes and just like let's go through the steps so like first thing the like the the face hugger what does it do it as the name implies hugs your face it like latches onto your face and i guess it implants like the little tiny alien baby into your body so it feeds off of you and grows yeah so it holds you down and like rapes you and puts a seat inside you oh my god that's like an unwanted pregnancy too it is yeah imagine like oh and that's like the worst part so you're like walking around and this doesn't really apply for this film, but I assume it'll apply for the next ones where they kind of, like, catch on, like, what's going to happen, like, when the person gets the face hugger on them. Yeah. So you're walking around with, like, your rapist's, like, baby inside you. Yeah, that's that's fucked up in itself. And then, like, what happens to, like, the next step? The the chest popper, or, like, whatever they're called. What, what does it essentially do? It's being born. It rips you open so that it can live. Yeah, but it's dick-shaped, too, so it's almost like a reverse rape. It's like instead of a dick, like, going through you, a dick is coming out of you. That is, like, disgustingly disturbing. Well, yeah, Ridley Scott wanted, like, the person, like, squirming in the seat. So, Star Wars helped aliens get made because, like, I don't know if you noticed it, but it had a lot of, like, the, the scenery, like, looked very Star Wars-esque, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, the two, like, screenwriters who wrote it, like, they tried to get it made and, like, no one wanted to make it, right? So they bounced from, like, you know, a company to movie company, and then Star Wars came out in 1977, and it was such a big success that, like... Star Wars being a huge, like, space film made people want to make Alien. Cool. Yeah. Uh, do you think that, like, uh, you'd want to watch the sequels? Or do you think, like, after seeing Alien vs. Predator and Alien that, like, you're kind of done with the whole Alien franchise? I feel like I get the theme of the, the movies. Yeah. I don't think I need to watch the others to know what the hell's going on. That's fair. I think we should watch Aliens just because I've heard, like, it's the best one. Okay. And, you know, everyone loved Alien, apparently, so now I feel like Aliens would be Alien with, like, a higher budget. Well, let's hope, because if it's the same type of thing, I'm going to be disappointed. That, like, you actually almost, like, rewrote the movie in a better way. What were you saying when, like, the guy gets, Kane gets the face hugger on him, and they want to go in the ship, 
but Ripley's like, can't have it. Oh yeah, like, the entire plot of the movie could have been avoided had they listened to Ripley when she's like, you know what, I can't let you in the ship, we have a mandated 24-hour quarantine, and they were all like, well, no, we need to get him on. And it's like, had you just listened to the woman, nobody would have died except maybe Kane. Yeah, and that was a good point, but then I, I pointed out that one of the three people, like, in the elevator, or elevator, in the doorway trying to get in was a female, and she's the one who's like, let us let us in. So, yeah, they had enough male characters that they would have switched it around, so, like, Ash was outside, or Dallas, then it could have been, like, a more of, like, an analogy for, like, people not, like, listening to women, and in doing so, like, everyone dying. Yeah. You know, one thing I'll say real quick uh, that I found really peculiar about the film that no one really mentions is that cat... Uh, Jones gets a lot of screen time. Yes. Yeah. Maybe it was just to play up, like, the cute factor, because, I mean, he's a pretty cute cat. Well, there's a term in uh, screenwriting called save the cat moment. It's usually done in the first act, not the last act of a film, where they'll have the main character, like, save a cat. Uh, Hellboy, they do it quite literally, where he, there's, like, a box of kittens in the subway, and he picks it up and, like, is holding it while they're, like, trying to, like, kill, like, the bad guy. But it doesn't always have to be a cat, but, like, you show the hero doing something, like, uh, like, sweet. Like, in the beginning of, like, Green Lantern, when he, like, goes to his nephew's birthday and gives him, like, an airplane. Yeah. And then the nephew isn't in the film at all. That that, that that scene's there to show you that, like, how Jordan, Jordan is, like, a nice guy. Okay, yeah, to show that they're the good person. We're setting this up now. Yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering if the cat's there because it's, like, the save the cat moment. Throughout the entire movie. Yeah, oh, oh so you remember Community, the, the Halloween episode? Which one? Uh, the zombie episode. Okay. Do you catch, did you catch the alien, uh, reference? Okay, honestly, we watched that so long ago. Yeah. That I don't remember. Well, there was two. First off... Uh, there's actually an Aliens reference where Troy and Aubrey are dressed like Alien and Ripley. Remember when the Troy changes into like a mummy outfit? Or no, sexy Dracula? But you'll remember this. Remember that fucking cat that keeps jumping across the screen? Yeah. That's, like, they got that idea from Alien. Oh, okay. Because, like, when they're first looking for the alien, the cat runs across the screen and freaks them out. The cat does that a lot, and I think the cat was there throughout the whole movie because it was easier to have the cat do the jump scare than to have the alien. All right, well, we're gonna do uh, something besides aliens next week. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump scare aliens on you. You're not gonna know when it's gonna come. Oh no, guys! But till next time, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. So.